It's the Sports Talk Podcast with Ryan Furr and giving you the hottest sports takes in town. You can reach Ryan through Facebook, email, and Twitter. Now it's time to start the show. Here's Ryan. From the studios of my house in Boston, Massachusetts, and heard on podbean.com as well as iTunes, this is the Sports Talk Podcast, Ryan Ferrans, and today this is the first Sports Talk Podcast of 2013, and we're going to get to a lot of stuff on the show today, a lot of NFL stuff to get to, playoff predictions, as well as some other stuff, but first, want to uh, inform everybody, well first, Happy New Year, hope everyone had a good New Year, hope everyone's been doing well since the last time we had a podcast. And I want to introduce a, a special guest today. This guest has been dying since I first um, started the show back in June, dying to get on the show, asking me nonstop, when am I going to get on Sports Talk? Um, and so finally he's on there today. Actually, a lot of people asked, but most of them I wouldn't let in my home, but this one I did. So here he is. He's not a sports personality. He's not a sports writer, but he loves sports just as much as I do. So here he is, Eric Dion. Thank you for joining the show today. How are you doing? All right, thank you. I'm good. I'm not literally dead yet, but I'm glad you let me into your home. You're welcome. During this week, you wanted to talk some stuff, so uh, you you lead it off today. What's your number one thing? Want to stop, Pats? Oh um, yeah. Well, you know, looked good last week coming out of the uh, coming off that tough win over Jacksonville. Well, they had to save it at the end with the pick. It was a lousy game, but Patrick Chung made some big plays. But they shut out the Dolphins pretty well. I mean, they stopped them completely on offense, which was huge for the defense, I would have to say, even though it is the Miami Dolphins. Yes, and the, uh, I mean, it was 28 to nothing, so that's definitely something for this yeah. Patriots team. A little bit of momentum going in here, even though they do have the bye week off. But one of the key things that I love about the bye week is because now you get to rest up those guys, especially like a Rob Ninkovich, who doesn't necessarily seem like he's that big of a guy, but he is an impact player on that defense. He really is. And so the Patriots, if they had to go this Sunday or Saturday, might have not had him at 100%. You get a week off to uh, heal him up. Rob Gronkowski gets another week. Aaron Hernandez, a guy who's been having some lagging injuries, he gets a week to rest up. Everyone gets a week to rest up. So that's really good, at least for me. I feel a lot more comfortable with the bye. I didn't feel, I always thought that the Patriots could go in and play two games on the road and win the Super Bowl, but I feel a little bit more comfortable now knowing that one of those games is going to be at home, and if they do have to go on the road, it's only once to get to the Super Bowl. It'd be Denver. It would Denver's be Denver's the only place, and I'm, I'm worried about going to Denver. Denver's usually a tough place for the Patriots to play. Denver, yeah, Denver is usually a tough place to play, but the uh, Patriots have had the Broncos number over the past couple seasons, beat them this year uh, pretty well up here in Foxborough. Last year, we all remember what happened in the playoffs, actually in the regular season and the playoffs. Tim Tebow um, got manhandled up here in the well, divisional can't, round. Can't, can't compare Tebow to man against it. That is true. It's like a... That is true. That is something that the Patriots did not deal with last year, and the Peyton Manning um, aspect of things. Now we, he's back. Since we beat them, they've been on the uh, 11-game winning streak or whatever they've had. They've won every game since then, so... Yep, that is true. They've come off hot since we beat them. Of course, yep. Same with the Colts, too. They came off hot since we beat them. The Colts are probably the best story in football that I've seen in a a long, long time. Same with the Redskins. They were both Redskins are very good. First and second round pick last year, and now they're both in the playoffs with good top two rookie quarterbacks in the and, league, you know you know me of what happened with the with the Seahawks fans I can't wait to see the Seahawks go down but uh that should be a good one as well um let's take a look at this weekend's games you got 
the, the first game tomorrow, it's at 4.30. You got Houston, and then you got Cincinnati. Who you got in that game? Um, I have Houston, even though they've had some tough ups and downs. They're at home. Cincinnati's really just not a good football team. They've never, they haven't really beaten anyone with like a really good record. I mean, they, they have the Ravens and the Steelers in the division, but the Steelers really haven't played well this year. Ravens are all right this year, and they play the Browns twice, so that's just two easy wins. Yeah, I would completely agree with you on that one. Even though Houston has looked, you know, pretty poor these since past we, few weeks, yeah, since we crushed them, ha- they haven't looked at nearly as good. Um, yeah. I think we can all say that they were a little bit overrated. Now, yeah, looking at what they're doing right now, even though that all that stuff has taken place, I still can't take the uh, Bengals. It would be Bengals do have a good front seven, but I just don't. I just think that the uh, Houston has too powerful of an offense and way too good of a defense. For exactly. Them exactly. Cincy. And they're at home, too. Yeah, so definitely I mean, exploit, Houston at home, definitely. definitely exploit their uh, Bengals weakness. you got to think that Foster's going to get going, and Schaub will have some sort of a day against yeah. that uh, the Bengals and secondary. Andy Dalton's still young. He's still developing. Like I don't think that he can deal with J.J. Watt. J.J. Watt will have a huge game tomorrow. Definitely. Well, you know, he's probably the most dominating player, at least in the AFC, and so I think that he's going to give that uh, Cincinnati offense huge fits tomorrow. Uh, what's the other game we got? We got Houston and Cincinnati, and then the late game tomorrow, I believe, is uh, Green Bay and Minnesota. Yes, it is. That is the grudge match. That is the rematch from last week of the Vikings able to uh, take over the Green Bay Packers last week. They get a rematch. Where do you see it going? Um, I It's hard to pick against Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs. I know they uh, had trouble stopping the run last week, but that was also in Minnesota. They only lost by a last-minute field goal. And um, I think Minnesota. I mean, Minnesota's gonna run the ball all over them. Obviously, Packers have never really had a good defense the last few years, but I think Aaron Rodgers can just pull it out, especially at home. Green Bay is just a huge home field advantage, especially with all the cold. It's supposed to be in the teens tomorrow, I believe. Yeah, I would agree with you. I I do think that the Packers are gonna have their way with the Vikings. And Christian Ponder, the still developing, like he's gonna be good. Definitely with the uh, all-star running back behind him like that. Probably one of the greatest running backs the league has seen the whole since it's been created. Certainly in my time, I don't oh, think yeah, there's definitely. been anyone else besides Adrian Peterson. No, I maybe don't, Chris Johnson that one year, but Adrian Peterson's been consistent since. Yeah, I don't since think LT seven or whatever. I don't think LT either. Sean Alexander was pretty good too when he first started off. Yeah, yeah, for that no. In, the, in Seattle, Seattle always has good running backs. Yeah, for some reason. I don't know why. They, they, know, they, know how to, they know how to pick those stupid running backs out there in Seattle. I just still have some bad uh, bad feelings towards those Seahawks fans I think from a couple of months ago. <laughs> Referring to something that happened on YouTube. Uh, we don't need to get into it. So you got Houston and Green Bay, and then the, the Sunday games. Two home too, teams. Too rough to, it's kind of rough going home teams on Wild Card Weekend, but it's usually there's usually at least one upset on the in there. I mean, I definitely think there's potential for an oh, upset yeah. in one of those two games, but more than likely, you're going to see both of the home yeah, teams win it just, up. It just depends how good the Texans come out of the gate. If if the Bengals come out hot out of the gate, I feel like te- Texans can't come from behind with it. They run the ball too much for them to come behind from behind the whole time. Uh, then you got Sunday's games. Uh, one of the, I believe, the early game is, is uh, Colts. Colts, Colts Ravens. Ravens. And I'm actually going to pick the Colts with that one. Ooh. I know it is in, Matchy, Matchy. It is in Baltimore. Baltimore is a great team, but I just I just think that it's uh, the Colts can do it. I think they're going to come out there and win. I know it's a 
it's a risky pick, but no, I, I, I mean, I could definitely see it happening. I, I'm not sure. I'm kind of leaning back and forth on this one. Ravens. I mean, both teams sort of have emotion going yeah. into this weekend. I mean, you have the whole Chuck Pagano thing with Indy, and, and now you have the whole Ray Lewis thing with I mean, Baltimore. I think that's a stunt. He's not. I don't think he's really going to retire. I don't think he doesn't know the hang up. I feel like he's just one of those players that's just going to keep on playing until he physically cannot play anymore, and then he'll be a coach or something. Possibly, yeah. I mean, I, I just don't know. I don't know which way I see the game going. I, I But I could definitely see the upset for the Colts, but yeah. I don't know. I might just have to go with the Ravens in this one. It just depends how much they give Ray Rice the ball. It's just, they don't seem to give him the ball enough when they will because Joe like, Flacco thinks he's the best quarterback in the league, and you know how that goes. They're like 18-2 and two or something like that. They have a really good record when... Uh, Rice gets 8, 20, 20 plus touches, but they just never seem to give him the ball. He's one of the best running backs in the league, and they just never give him the ball. Plus, he can catch the ball out of the backfield, too, pretty well. Yeah. He's probably he, one of the best catching it out of the backfield, he, besides he Maurice Jones Drew. Very, yeah, he is very uh, lethal when you give it to him yeah, in the backfield. Uh, Patriots know that quite well from a couple years ago, first play of the game. They well, we'll just forget about that. That, that game shouldn't have even happened. They shouldn't have even been in the playoffs. Anyways, um, yeah, we all remember We all remember that. That was, that was a terrible, terrible defeat. But we're looking forward to the future and not looking back, um, except for last year when they lost the Super Bowl and they shouldn't have. Anyways, um, so I definitely think that it's a possibility that the Colts could come out That's with gonna a win a, a or the Ravens. It, that will be a good game to watch. If yeah. any game... I would say if any game to watch this, uh, this wild card weekend, it would be that. But then you got a game coming up later that day, yeah, which is going to be a really good one. Seahawks, yeah, that's the game. That's going to be a slugfest. Sadly, I'm working at that time. So, um, <laughs> sadly, I'm working. I know you are too, Ryan. So that that's really the game I really want to see because is that probably the, gonna be is the that on inventory? Yeah, it's five, it's a four o'clock game. Ugh. It's well, the game I really want to see. I mean. I know everyone's been on the Seahawks bandwagon. It's a huge bandwagon. They're like six to one odds to get to the Super Bowl. It's just tremendous odds. But it, I honestly not, think they are just a completely overrated team. They are the not Texans. a good team in any way. They and beat the Bills fifty something to nothing. They beat the Cardinals fifty something to nothing. Who have gone eleven lost like whatever it is. They lost twelve straight games. Yeah, remember that. Remember when they went like four and over? Everyone was like Super Bowl, and it's just like lost twelve yeah. straight games since then. That was just. A, that was just Somehow a Patriots lost to them, but we're not going to talk about that either. Yeah, that was that was another replacement ref situation, but that could have been easily a win. But I feel like that's what makes good teams better. It's tough losses like that. Plus, we usually make those points. Same thing with Baltimore. Like the three losses we had, we lost by five points combined. Oh yeah. Other definitely. than uh, this, the Forty ers game, which we shouldn't have really won. That wasn't. Like, yeah, we got, that was. We got outplayed on every like facet of the that, game. That Even was though like, we came back, it was just a. Just a tough loss on that one, but I feel like we needed that going into the stretch just to give give us something to work up for. Definitely, but going back to your Seahawks point, they are so uh, overrated; it's not even funny. And I truly think that Russell Wilson uh, is not in the upper echelon of these rookie quarterbacks. I don't think no. I don't think he's with the Andrew Luck. I don't think he's with he's Rod, right RG three. He'd be right, right below them. Now. He's below them, but I don't think he's as good. But and, he's far better than Tannehill or uh, yes. Who's the other rookie? Uh, it wasn't Brandon Whedon with the Browns. Yeah, Brandon Whedon. But he's like 28, so it's like an old man. <laughs> I mean, I don't think he's as good as, as people uh, are he making is, him out to be. He's gotten, he's, he has an excellent running back. I think Marshawn Lynch is the most underrated running back in the league by far. No one talks about him. He's just a beast. 
put the team on his back in Green Bay a couple years ago, or whatever it was. I think it was Green Bay when he faced them. Broke all like eight or nine tackles to get the, for the touchdown. And then the uh, the Saints game where he broke out that huge run. Remember yeah, that? That was, yeah, that was he's crazy. Just a, he's just an immense runner. He just runs over everyone. I feel like that was Buffalo's biggest loss when they got rid of him. Although we did have those problems with the guns, like every other NFL player. In oh, the every, that league. that you know, it's just guns, so it's, it's not that like big a deal. And, I think him and CJ Spiller are the two most underrated running backs. CJ Spiller's not even a starter most of the time now, and he's just so explosive. I think he had like eight yards of carry or something like that this year. But going back to uh, the Seahawks Redskins game, I picked the Redskins at home. I think uh, Alfred Morris also very underrated. Had a huge rookie season, sixteen hundred yards or whatever it was. RG3 is coming back after. I think he'll be fully healthy now. And that the uh, Seahawks defense, he'll, he'll just be able to run around them. Hopefully. I would I would agree. Uh, I would also take the Redskins at home. And I believe I believe in RG3. Yeah. And I believe in what they're doing there in Washington. I, I'm not buying into Seattle. I know that their defense is good, but I do think that they can be beat. Redskins just don't really have a defense at all, to be honest. And the, the uh, Seahawks almost lost to the Rams last week. It was a low-scoring game. They scored like eight points or something, seven points, I think. Like, it was barely... And they were they had to play last week. If they won last week and Green Bay and uh, San Francisco lost, they would have had a bye. That's crazy that's, to think about. Yeah, I know. Think about that. That's unbelievable. If that's they, so crazy. Uh, yeah, but Seattle was... I mean, San Francisco was facing Arizona, so that was just a joke and a half anyways, so... Like, when we were all waiting around with Denver... Yeah, I was watching. I was like checking back in the Denver game, and early on it was like seven to three, Denver fourteen to three. I was like, ah, maybe this is possible. There, I was. It was like thirty-eight to three. I was like, ah, oh, well, the two's not as bad as getting the three. At least we have someone that that could take them out. Hopefully, I'm just hoping someone goes in there and takes someone them out. takes out Denver. Yeah, yeah, that would be I nice. Like, I feel like if, like, I know I picked the Colts, but if the Ravens Ravens win and they were able to go in there, but we'd probably face the Ravens. No, they were four. If Houston, if Houston wins, we get Houston because yeah. we get the Houston, highest remaining seed. If Houston seed. wins, we we automatically get Houston. So. Yeah. So I like think if the Ravens, I feel like the Ravens could go in there and beat them. Is go into the mile high and beat them. I feel like they'd be the toughest matchup for them going into the divisional round. I I'd hope. I would so. just really, I'd really like an AFC Championship game at home. I feel like they just get more pumped up at home and go right into New Orleans. Hopefully. I definitely do as well. I think that having that game at home means a lot because we saw it last year. Um, Billy Cundiff and the Ravens. Who was signed by the 49ers this I week. I saw that as so well. So Harbaugh wants, he wants to screw over both the Harbaugh's <laughs> not, this year. Not paying attention. We remember that that kick running in from the 50-yard line. He wasn't even paying attention. Nobody called a timeout. I, th- You know, that stuff plays into the hands oh, yeah, of, he, of the Patriots. He was on the Redskins this year, and he cost them a game because he uh, missed four field goals or something like yeah, that. Yeah, the Redskins. And they immediately cut them, and now, he, now he's now a rookie's kicking for him. It's it's truly unbelievable. Uh, we're going to take a break here. We pick this back up. More NFL.
back in here on Sports Talk and here on Podbean.com as well as iTunes. Hopefully I figured out Audacity and hopefully I've been able to bring you music from the Australian band Audio Scam. If I haven't, well, I'll tell you right now. Coming up in the next few months with Sports Talk Podcast, I will be featuring a band called Audio Scam. I uh, talked to their drummer over in uh, Australia and he's going to let me use the uh, music here on the Sports Talk Podcast, maybe even on the YouTube channel, so... uh Keep your ears open for that. Anyways, getting back into it here. Today on this Friday, the 4th of January, 2013, talking about some NFL stuff. And uh, now I kind of wanted to shift gears over to the Patriots side as far as their road from here. And we were kind of touching on this in the last segment, talking about, well, getting this matchup, getting this matchup. Out of all the teams that are still left, what are the two best roads for the Patriots here going forward. Well, obviously, I would really hope that's the, um, that Cincinnati and and um, the Colts win, obviously, though it's highly unlikely that both of those will win. That way we'd face the Colts. Easy game. We blow them out. We blew them out last time. I feel like we just have their number easily. And then somehow Cincinnati goes into Denver and just blows them out, and then we get a nice home game and beat Cincinnati. But That would be nice. But there, that could also happen. We get killed by Cincinnati, get a C- Cincinnati Seahawks Super Bowl, and that'd probably be the worst Super Bowl in NFL history. But I mean, I would could happen. I would hate that if that actually happened. The Seahawks and the Cincinnati Bengals. That would be oh, that would be awful. <laughs> that would be an awful Super Bowl. Um, as far as the Patriots go, I do believe, and I, I never said that, that. I don't think that this team can win the Super Bowl. I do. I do believe it and I hope that they do. Yeah. I just think that it would be better. It would be nice if you can get that home uh game in the AFC championship, championship of course, yes. But I, I honestly feel like we're going to Denver. I feel like there's no way fans and butts about it. They're probably playing the best football in the league right now. They're the hottest team that Elvis Doomerville is going crazy over there. He's just they have they have probably one of the best like most underrated defenses, I feel like it. I feel like no one really talks about it. I feel like everyone's talking about Peyton Manning, the MVP season he's having, the comeback season he's having. And, like, I honestly feel like that their defense could easily stop. Man, I mean, Brady, I know they uh, had some trouble with it in the second half of the Denver game this year because we let them back into the game, and they, they started to stop us. I know it was, like, a big halftime lead. I think it was, like, 31. Yeah, it was kind of like garbage 14, time at that 31, point. 31-7. Yeah. But then we let him back in. It came down to like a yep. end of the game interception, kind of like a Jacksonville game sort of situation. Like we, I know we won by seven, I believe, but that was probably one of the closest games we've had this year. Yeah, I definitely think that Denver. You know, that, I mean, that would be a good game. You know, an oh, AFC, yeah. even if it was in Denver, AFC Championship. You know, another Brady Manning AFC Championship game. I would yeah. just like lose it if that actually happened because I, I would love to see Peyton Manning. Back into an AFC Championship game. Yeah, I'm a big Peyton Manning fan. Though. I love I used, Peyton Manning. I, like, to, I, I used, can't tell you how much I love Peyton Manning. I used to hate him, like like 04, 03, when he was just haunting us every year. And we just were able to somehow like pull it out in, in Indianapolis because they'd always be 14-2, 13-3 every year. But they just couldn't pull it out at the end, and we'd just always be able to make make it in. But he's just gotten better now. But I, I don't know, I've just come to respect him more now. Oh, definitely for me too. And... I think it's so good for the league to have him in there because last oh, yeah. year, and I mean, I fell for the guy last year. I mean, he gets one wrong hit and his neck is just yeah, completely gone. And so I think along the lines of that, you sort of feel for him. And you say, well, maybe I don't hate him as much anymore. You know, he's got a wife, he's got a kid, 
And I actually, you know, really like him now. It's like when I see his, well, yeah, when I used to see his commercials, I used to say, "Oh my god, I hate him, go away." But now I actually watch him, and I'm like, "Hey, it's pretty funny." <laughs> yeah, he actually, is a pretty funny guy. You know, and you know, he's he's not, you know, he's a nice guy. He's not, a, you know, he's not an idiot. He's not going after people like no. on Twitter, like Richard Sherman or anything. You know, he's just a composed guy. Yeah, and I think it was just, you know, at least growing up here, at least for us, you know, we got caught up in, a, in you know, a great. A great uh, a duel, battle. yeah, kind of between like a, Brady and Manning, and we just ended up on the uh, Patriot side of it. Kind of like, kind of like a Larry Bird, like Magic Johnson sort of battle between like Celtics Lakers that we that Celtics Lakers had in the eighties. Right, and that's like ours, you know, the Brady Manning. Yeah, Brady like Manning's like our football version of that. It's like the two top quarterbacks, probably from probably two top ten out of all time, probably for the rest of the league, maybe. Yeah, definitely. They're probably going to be one of the best who ever played the game. It's just a, it's amazing to think they're playing against each other. And I don't know if you agree, but I always saw it as Brady versus Manning. I don't see it as Colts Patriots. No, it's not. It's I really, Brady Manning. I don't care. Like it, people and it still might be, uh, Belichick versus uh, Tony Dungy. Yeah, Tony Dungy. Yeah, that was a that was a great matchup. I think Belichick is just one of the greatest minds ever. Oh, he definitely is. I think he's like a like a John Madden type, just a legendary. Boom. Just a legendary person to play the game, like not play, but to uh, coach I, a game. I would just love to, you know, not necessarily have him teach me the game of football, but just, just let me, yeah, just let me like sit in on the meetings, just just talk to me about football, and just be like, you know, just be like, you know, I could ask him, well, what would you do in this situation, and then just like, you know, him He'd just to tell me because yeah. he would just be, you know, unbelievable to uh, to have know, you he talk just to. Has him. such a vast knowledge of the game, especially if not even playing it, most like the coaches have played it at some point in their life i don't think he ever really played it he just took all his lessons from his father down in navy who was a, just a great navy coach down in down in, in, navy. in the college <laughs> it's in okay college. i don't know where it is either i don't know where it is either but uh he was just a great coach there like they were uh he's just probably one of the, probably one of the best coaches that will ever play the coach the game and i'm i'm a i'm worried about whenever he'll leave i don't think i don't think they'll ever Patriots will ever find a coach like that. Good question. Who do you think is next in line? Because I don't know if you've been listening to the chatter here on you know, the TV shows and the radio shows, but a lot of people are saying that it's, you know, Josh McDaniels came back because he's next in line to take over after Belichick. You think that's a good move? Um, I, Josh McDaniels probably would be one of the best. Maybe like a Romeo Cornell, maybe recruit a Romeo Cornell to come back. Rack. Because I know Romeo Cornell is like a great, like, great coach. Like he's a good, like, he was a big father figure in the Chiefs organization, especially after the uh, Javon Belcher thing, and that was that, that was just a tragic thing. But uh, I feel like Josh McDaniels would probably be the best head coach to come back. But I don't think Belichick's going to leave for a while. He's there's no need for him. He's just and he has he, he has ultimate power too. Yeah, he has you ultimate know? power. It's the Chiefs Why fired leave? Scott Pioli. I, I feel like Patriots might get Scott Pioli back. I would love that. I would too. I mean, he was probably the the, the key to us winning those Super Bowls in the early two thousands. Yeah, I would love to see him make a comeback. Yeah, that'd be that'd be huge. But I think uh, Bill Belichick's son will eventually be an NFL coach as well. I mean, just all that knowledge that he has to be passing down to him would be. I mean, fantastic. that's gotta be cool for him to just be like you know, take just, for instance like a like when we played the Colts in '09, like the fourth and two, just to go up to him like the next day, and be like, "Hey, Dad, why'd you do that?" And then yeah. you know, you know, just He'd to give you that. to give you that Kevin, those explanations. Kevin Paul catches the ball, we get it to it's just like that knowledge. Point. You know, I mean that that's just got to be awesome, and I would definitely think that he's going to be a coach definitely someday. Oh, yeah, I, would, I would hope so. I hope the Patriots are able to keep him in. I just feel like, just feel like Brady. I feel like the Brady Belichick thing's going to be here for another at least three or four years. 
I think Brady's got three years left in his tank at least. And I think they got at least one Super Bowl ring in them. Hopefully more. If not this year, next year. I feel like next year we're setting ourselves up well. I do too. I, I do too. I, I truly believe that as well. And um, I think that they're due for it. I mean, I think two Super Bowls. I mean, we could have had five banners. And oh, yeah. we came so close. Yeah. And I just think that it was... It's just those... It's just... Giants just have our number. It's just simple as that. It's just a... Yes. It's just like how when we face Miami every year, they always have our number, no matter how crappy the team is, no matter no matter who's the quarterback. I think they've had, like, eight starting, starting quarterbacks over the last, like, four or five years or something like that. I remember Dante Culpepper was... Dante Culpepper, Cleo Lemon, Chad Pennington. Chad Pennington. They just have Matt Moore for a while. Matt Moore came in on this last game, actually. Oh, with, uh, oh, really? Yeah, I think so, because... Uh, oh, no, he's warming up, because... Uh, Ryan Tannehill got a concussion or whatever. But, oh, yeah, that's right. He got hit hard. Yeah, he did. But um, they just always seem to have our number regardless. And I remember Wes Welker torched us every year, and then we finally got him, I feel like. That was a huge move for us, and Wes Welker's probably going to go down as one of the best slot receivers ever, I'd have to say. I mean, no one plays a position like him. Yeah, you know, tell that to the Patriots, because they're not going to resign him. I've, I think they will. I I feel like they the Brady's, Brady's going to go up to... Uh, Robert Kraft and just be like, give him the money. I don't care. I'll take the money out of my check. Like, I would certainly hope so, but I think... Brady doesn't I, care about the money because yeah. he's married to Giselle, richest, probably going to be the first billion-dollar supermodel ever. He, like, Money's not a thing to him. He cares about winning. I wouldn't put it past him to do that, but I don't think that the Patriots are going to get out of their ways. I think they're set in their ways, and they're not going to pay him what they don't want to pay him. They're going to just be set in their ways. And it's terrible because I, I I love Wes Welker. I think oh, everybody I does. I don't think anybody could say, oh, he needs to go. No, he doesn't. Who are you going to replace him with, Julian Edelman? Julian, Julian Edelman, Edelman is, well, is up and coming. I feel like he's going to be big. Like, but he, his I, absence I agree. has really hurt them. I agree, but he's not at the level of Wes Welker. Certainly not yet. Oh, no, he's definitely not at that so I think that at least for right now, and you gotta know that I mean Brady, that is his safety valve. He looks to Welker. Oh, yeah. That Welker is his Welker guy. And if you lose him, then I mean, I mean, so I mean, I definitely would agree that Brady's probably going to you know step up in the offseason and say, hey, kind of like a Randy Moss situation. He said, right. give Randy Moss the money, I'll take pay, right. pay cut or whatever. I'll take it. Yeah. I think uh, Manning did the same thing with Marvin Harrison and uh, Reggie Wayne and the Indianapolis organization as well. Just a huge, just because he knows that that's what it takes to win, just to have those people. I mean, I feel like Welker wants the Super Bowl more than anyone else on the team. I feel like that's a big, big thing for him. After what happened last year, oh my god! Oh yeah, especially after how he didn't catch that ball. But you can't can't just blame it on him. It was just a oh, I never did. I never did. We're coming up on the end of the show. Do you want to? Uh, do you got more to talk about? Do a part two? Yeah, we can do a part two if you We're want. We're going to be doing a part two, and it's going to be going up on the site after part one. Uh, I usually like to uh, do the podcast in about 30-minute chunks, not to overwhelm, and I don't even think I can upload more than a half hour. So uh, thanks for listening to part one. Keep your ears out and your eyes open on Twitter. Eric's going to be tweeting out stuff. I'm going to be tweeting out stuff. Facebook, all that good stuff for part two of today's Sports Talk podcast right here on podbean.com. Until then, talk to you later.